part of Northside Student Ministries from Northside Church in Jackson, Tennessee. This is Donkey Talk. This is Glenn. I'm here today with uh, Cameron and Claire. So welcome to the podcast room, Cameron and Claire. How are y'all? I'm good. Glad to be here. This is going to be fun. Yeah. So this is going to be fun. We're going to have a good time tonight. We, we are about an hour or so away before we begin on a Wednesday night, so we thought we might try to do this. What we're going to do with Donkey Talk is you're going to have the students talk a couple of times a month and then us a couple of times a month, and that way we can kind of um, balance that out and everybody, so we hope that you enjoy all of the Donkey Talk episodes that we're going to get ready to toss your way, but especially this one where we just kind of talk about youth culture and life and parent stuff and Whatever comes to mind that isn't it entertaining to a 16-year-old boy. <laughs> That's cool. Such a wide Yeah, wide it's a margin, wide, wide margin. Scope. Yeah. We we were gonna do just um just whatever Claire wanted to talk about, but Oh darn. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. All right. Well, Claire, so how are things you are student teaching today? Mm-hmm. How's that going for you? Going pretty well. You know, COVID's really had an impact on schools, but it's, I don't know, we're oh, making really? it work. I, had, I wasn't aware. It's <laughs> so <heard>. funny. <laughs> There's nothing like being locked in a middle school with a bunch of kids. Oh, it's great. They're crazy. One of my students literally dragged his friend into the room today. There you go. Like, by his backpack. <laughs> well, today is one of those weird days, and I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but today in West Tennessee was one of those wonderful winter days where we experienced all seasons in one 24-hour period. It was so refreshing. Kept me on my toes. Yeah. I love getting hailed on. Sleeted. Sleeted, hail. I don't know what it was. It was big. It was bigger than normal sleet, though. And yeah, then it was a little weird. It was like 50-something. You could wear shorts this morning and then crazy. Now it's just dreary and gray again. I mean, you can still wear shorts during it, but you you'll can. have a bad time. Yeah, <laughs> you can. <laughs> so. Well, Cameron, so what's been going on with you? Anything exciting? Um, you've not been locked into a building with junior high kids all day. I've so. not. I've not been locked in. Um, just been, uh, I don't know, having a good time. Just, you know, writing songs, getting stuff with the band going. We've got, uh, you know, we've been working on that album for so long. It's like, oh, my goodness. And uh, we finally got it, like, off to the producer who's mixing and mastering everything and, like, our friend and he's taking care of that stuff. And so like, it's like, Oh my gosh, 2021 is finally here. We are actually getting some progress. So that's been really exciting the last, uh, last few days. And then beyond that, just, uh, my one year anniversary is coming up. Ew. Like what? Can you believe that? I know it's weird. One year. Yeah. And like on the one hand, it feels like it was just yesterday. Like it really doesn't feel like any time at all. On the other hand, like all of 2020 happened while it was like yeah all the craziness and stuff and so it feels like I've lived about 50 years in the last year <laughs> so so did y'all keep the cake topper and eating that this no. weekend the whole nine yards no. is that tradition pretty well gone away then I mean I'm not saying it's gone away I'm sure there are millions of people that still do that but I'm I have no desire to shove year old cake in my mouth. Like, yeah, it's I'm been an frozen. adult. I can go to the grocery <laughs> store and buy myself a cake it's anytime I want. Yeah, it's gross. That's what it is. You're just picky. I'm not picky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of cake, something recently happened to me. I I made this yellow cake. Uranium. 
It, it looked. It ended up looking like uranium and not a wonderful yellow cake with beautiful chocolate ice icing. I put an extra ingredient in it that you're not. Well, it, I guess you can. You can put it in there, but I put some vanilla in it. Oh, okay. That was. I didn't know I where was, you were going with that. There's so many ways. I was like, Glenn, that. Yeah, no. Talk about that yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't podcast. bad. It wasn't bad. It was just vanilla, just vanilla, and but it. It did made it fall apart, and then the when you went to spread the chocolate on it, it all fell apart. Well, one of our parents saw that on my Facebook page and on my Instagram, and came oh, in the next no. day with a cake, with another cake mix and some more chocolate icing. Said, "Here, everyone deserves a second chance." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." So that's hilarious. Hopefully, there will be a more beautiful picture of a yellow cake with chocolate icing. Maybe because with less vanilla this time. With probably no vanilla. Oh, but I want to tell y'all, it was incredible. Oh, it I bet it, like, the, yeah, the taste was delicious. Great. It was wonderful. Probably had a great flavor. Wait, you have time to just bake a cake? Yeah, it was um, really, it's an interesting thing. I was baking a cake while we were uh, cleaning out our, our cabinets to move to the new house. So we were packing the cabinets while I was baking a cake. Um, Barbie was not really that excited that I was baking a cake at that time. <laughs> and I couldn't I could, figure it out. I mean, I don't know. I, I I can definitely see how multitasking during that situation might add a level of stress. I, I want to hear from our um, listeners out there. How many of you wives and moms were be upset if your husband was helping you pack but baking a cake at the same time? I mean, I would, but I'm not a <laughs> wife or a that. Is this breaking news? No, I've been single for a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> I always thought maybe you were telling us you're not a wife or anything like that yet. No, nah, it's, it's like a nah, chronic single. condition. Single. Yeah. Well, we've been trying to get Claire married off for a while. It'll happen. Not going to happen. Oh, it'll happen. She doesn't all. have enough cows for an hour. I've already got the cat. Hey. <laughs> She's going to be a school marm and a cat. Yeah. Be like, a, your life's like a Laura Ingalls novel. Yep. Oh, no. Little House on the Prairie. Hopefully <laughs> minus the scarlet fever. <laughs> on the base of Plum Creek. Well, we got COVID, so there we go. <laughs> so. So, well, good. Well, good deal. Um, so, we're sitting here playing with the podcast stuff because normally we would be spending all of our time getting ready feverishly for mission trips and discoveries and musicals and all kinds of really wonderful stuff going on um, that we would normally be getting ready for the youth, youth summer times. So, um, what of our youth traditions are y'all missing the most right now? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I really, really missed, um, like a lot of the going and doing last summer that we normally do, like all the trips, yeah. not just the fun trips. I mean, cause yeah, they're fun obviously, but just like even like the mission trips and just that time, I don't know. There's something about those times getting to get out and like help people and like work with your hands and all this stuff with the students that is always just it it's just a different atmosphere and like, yeah. it's just a different time with the, uh, with our students and stuff. And I don't know, it just does something for me, you know, it always has. And so not getting that was definitely a weird experience for sure. Yeah. yeah. I definitely missed all the things we do around Christmas. Um, we did have our parties, but they were different, but I yeah. missed like the cantata and I missed, um, the children's musical and just, I don't know. Christmas is always a special time of year, and it was just really weird this year. Yeah, Justin is will be joining us whenever he gets well. He's the COVID family right now, um, but when he gets back, and I know talking with him the other day a little bit was 
believe it or not, I kind of miss basketball. You know, when you're doing basketball and you got five or six teams going, you're coaching every night and you're in the gym every other night when you're not in church. It just, you know, that's a lot for anybody, but I kind of miss it this year. You know, I miss seeing those kids because that's about for some, that's the only time we see them. And so it, it is kind of different for that, but also miss kind of the crazy of getting ready for summer too. It's kind of fun to plan and figure those things out. It's It's been an interesting year and, it's not over. We still got a little more interesting to go, but I think we'll be able to do some stuff this year. So that's good news. So definitely, yeah. That's looking forward to that. <laughs> Don't sound so enthused, I'm so Claire. Tired. I'm sorry. Oh, Claire, 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 Claire. Sorry. <laughs> well, like we said earlier, uh, this was just kind of a little hobnob there. But uh, like I said earlier, we're getting ready to meet your students here in just a little bit. Are as a student? Here in just a little while, getting ready for a, a Wednesday night. So we're going to be looking at Mark, the Gospel of Mark, here in just a moment. And so looking forward to that. Uh, this time when Pastor Don mentioned on Sunday that he's going to be talking about the Beatitudes, or all the pastors will be preaching on the Beatitudes for the next several weeks, which is also, I don't know if people have noticed that this year, the sermons have gone along with the confirmation curriculum and they decided this year would be a great time to do that. And so they've been preaching more or less the confirmation curriculum. I was wondering how many people actually know that or knew, knew that or, or understand. So in a sense, all of Northside has been getting confirmation this year. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. I, th- I was really, when we uh, first sat down planning stuff and just making that decision, I was really on board with that and I'm, it's been fun getting to sort of go along with it, not just on Wednesday nights with the confirmands or whatever, but doing the, yeah. the Sunday thing as well. It kind of allows the pastors to give a little bit more of, I think it feel like their personal take uh, personal spin on just uh, the subject uh, of whatever they're studying, you know? It's yeah. Really cool. Yeah. It I, is think it's, I think it's cool because like, I remember going through confirmation like so, eight nine years ago yeah and like it's really fun revisiting it now that i've learned more and i've grown more um spiritually Uh so getting to like hear the same lessons from a different perspective i think that's fun yeah and to always hear those basics about you know in in the sermon on the mount i mean it doesn't get any more to the concrete pillar of faith than the teachings of jesus in that sermon oh yeah for sure and you know that's just pretty cool to, to revisit that from time to time with purpose, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, so Claire, do you remember back? What did do you remember back? Anything you took from your confirmation experience from back then? Do you remember Honestly, anything? I don't remember much from it. Like when he started talking about like provenient grace and sanctifying grace, I remembered that. And I, I vaguely remember the Sermon on the Mount and washing each other's feet and talking about yeah. the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. But I don't remember a lot of like the lessons in between so it's really awesome getting to like watch or come to church and hear about every sunday about it yeah you know what's really funny is you know talking about watching each other's feet you know we do not do that any longer really yeah because kids freak out about feet they don't i mean with good reason because I mean, feet, feet are, are gross, gross. <laughs> exactly <It's disgusting. laughs> it was already getting a little sketchy with your age range but in the last several years, yeah, feet have kind of been like, nah, not doing any more feet. And so we've done hands. Yeah, we've done hands. And what we've done, we've done where we've talked about hand washing 
and and it doesn't matter what we're watching. It, it's all about serving, right? And so, so yeah, no more feet. People don't pumped about you know they are not pumped about you touching their feet anymore. Toes are gross. They are kind of, and they, they got some. Yeah, like the only toes that I am comfortable touching are my own, and it's because I know where they've been and I know when they were last washed and all of that. Yeah, it's like man, I I don't know that for you, so. Like no offense, but yeah, I'm good. Whose I know. toes are you touching? No you one except my own. Like That's what I'm saying. Toes? No, but if someone were to <laughs> offer and be like, "Wash them, please," I'd be like, "Wash them yourself." Didn't you Gross. know that he has a, a part-time gig down at Happy Nails? Oh, okay. Not uh, sponsored, by the way. Polished. Not sponsored. It's polished. Polished. Oh, okay. Okay. Like the man cave or the normal polish? Oh yeah, uh, normal polish. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so that's what's been going on with confirmation. And so we have been studying the Gospel of Mark through the eyes and teachings of Francis Chan with just a real quick video to get us started. And then we are walking through chapters. So it's going to take us a couple months, actually, to get through Mark. And um, it's been good. It's been interesting to walk through one gospel with the kids from start to the finish. And we're, what, three, four lessons in now. So we're at Mark chapter 2. Two and three we swap over tonight. So Yeah, and I just... I've really enjoyed it, you know, like I, I've always enjoyed kind of those, the, the more in-depth but more focused kind of study um, where we just like pick apart one book. And I've always enjoyed Francis Chan's teachings. And so that's always, I feel like he has a good perspective on things. Yeah. Um, so that's always been fun. And I really enjoyed, we started, for those of you that, you know, weren't there, um, we actually started the study with a little intro video study that sort of broke down uh, the book of Mark as a whole, which yep. was really cool because it came at it, yes, from a scriptural standpoint, but also from a like a literature um, author's standpoint and looking at the writing of it all and the way that Mark had purposefully structured parts of it and stuff and what he had, what we can kind of glean was how he wanted us to, the kind of understandings and the questions that he wanted us to come up with and then maybe to answer through reading the book. And it was really cool. Um, it was a really great video. And that video was from the Bible project. You can look them up on YouTube and, um, just look under the gospel mark. They have a bunch of, them. in fact, I spent a little too long on the bio on YouTube last night, looking at the Bible project. I was really looking for one for the sermon on the Mount. And so, um, but I didn't really find exactly what I wanted, but those are wonderful little teaching tools. And, um, some of the kids told us that, uh, the students at Trinity they use those a lot there too. Oh, so cool. some in Bible class and stuff. So we used the youth the youth one the Ruth one the Ruth the one the other week and it was really cool. It really like tied everything together and gave the girls like a really cool view of how everything relates. To yeah, them. in Sunday school. Mm-hmm. So well, Claire, we're going to ask you in a moment, um, but I'm going to get you. I'm going to let you think about it because I want to ask you both individually. So what's going on in girl and guy culture right now? As far as y'all know, I mean y'all are young and. And stuff, and kind of close to those ages, and y'all are with me as part of the team. But so, so Cameron, what's going on in guy culture right now that you're aware of? It's the hot and trending kind of going on in the guy world. Oh man, what's going on in the guy world? Um, that's a lot of memes. Memes. All these memes. That is true. Memes. It's are big. just it, it's never ending. And don't get me wrong, like I love them. I'm I'm perusing and I'm laughing all the time. But yeah, there's there's a lot of memes about haircuts. It's a 
Yeah, memes. More. I've seen one more Bernie meme. I think I'm. Oh my gosh! If I that that got set, like yeah, that got old in a hurry. I was over it? Bernie's mittens the day after the inauguration. <laughs> I was like, okay, guys, this is. And I sent you a, a couple. Much. I yeah. sent you. I said I think I sent both of you a couple. Mm-hmm. It was like some of them were funny. They really were hilarious. But the meme, that's true. Memes are big, and they they love to talk about those and share those, and that's a big deal. The yeah. memes. I. I it's hard to sit, like pinpoint one thing that I feel like is really like, I don't know, sort of like you said, is sort of like a the big thing at the front of guy culture. And honestly, that might be the, the problem or whatever that is at the forefront of guy culture is that there isn't a good, strong consensus on what it is to be a guy, what, yeah. what is expected of a guy, what should a guy look like or act like or whatever. And it, I don't know, it feels a bit all over the place and which isn't necessarily a bad thing. There's, I don't know that there's ever been a time uh, in history where, you know, whatever your interests were as a guy, you could, you know, go after that stuff. You're into, you know, sports or music or yeah, hunting or just whatever, like, it, it's very, uh, like all of your interests are very accessible and in a lot of ways, you know, um, perhaps more uh, acceptable or whatever in today's world than they've ever been. But in a way, I feel like it's gotten us a bit scattered yeah, in a lot of true. ways. And that's I true. don't know that there's, we necessarily have like a lot of those central figures or role models or a more central idea of what it means to be a guy. Yeah. Um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but... I don't know. I feel like it could be a problem. Um, well, and we talk about some of those things and are addressing some of those issues in man class now yes. on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. upstairs in the gym for all of our students, 6th through 12th grade, all of the guys. And so we, we do talk about those things. And we do. We do. And it's been it's been actually a really great uh, just start to a journey with a bunch of these guys. Just yeah. And that's been a really cool thing is watching some of these guys say, yeah, we need that. Yeah. You know, we need to know these things, how to prepare us for life ahead, how to prepare us to be a man. And we can, um, and showing that interest in a lot of the guys feeling that need and really stepping up for it has been a really cool um, thing to get to watch and get yeah. to experience and be yeah. a part of. I'm looking forward to more and more as band class develops and moves on. That's, that's going to be fun, fun stuff. All right, Claire, what's happening over there with the, the ladies? Um, I I agree with Cameron. I think that now it's not like certain things are cool and certain things aren't. Yeah. You kind of do whatever. Like, you know, in the olden days, band used to be nerdy and then sure. sports were cool. Nowadays we have sports like athletes in the band and vice versa and stuff. But I think something that our girls struggle with um, is just the word trendy. You want to be trendy. It's not. Tr- it's not about fitting in anymore. It's about being trendy, um, because you know TikTok is such a big thing. Yeah, and girls like all girls will recognize the TikTok made me buy it or the new TikTok trend and want to try it out. And so I think there's this need or, or this false need to like keep up with the trends and keep up with all the things. And I, if you don't, I feel like it just it tears you down a little bit inside. I think that's what our girls struggle with the most. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I think we've come a long way with like the body positivity movements and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I, so I think there's progress there, but I think now we're focusing on being not necessarily looking a certain way, 
but being trendy and following all the influencers and stuff and social yeah. media is a yeah. big thing. Yeah, and this year has probably been the hardest of all years that I remember on that because some of the kids were even running across things of if you don't choose sides um, during, you know, if you're progressive or conservative, and if you don't choose a side, then you're wrong. And, you know, you need to be verbal about that. You need to post that out there, and and you need to follow these certain people and not these people, and you need to – so they really did get caught – they really got caught in a um, a, a pretty large storm of – of exactly what you're saying, of just the trend, the trend, the trends, the trends. Like they would see all of these, I say they, um, I would see all of these things saying, like, if you're not, like, you have to go this way or this way, and there's no middle ground. Yeah, there's no middle so ground. So they're not learning to think, they're just picking a side. And, and you have to choose. Yeah. If, even if you don't, even if you don't care, you have to care about this. Yeah. If you don't, then we're going to really. We're going to tear into you on social yeah. media. And in real life, if we can, if we can see you, but thank goodness that. COVID may have helped a little bit in the sense where when that was probably its worst, people weren't able to be together. So it definitely, yeah, it's definitely been a strange leap forward. I think, uh, honestly, I'm probably like looking back, I would say it probably made that big of a shift with, um, social media, probably like with smartphones. Yeah. Uh, when, when it became a point where you had that uh, influence, that's, uh, that voice into your life in your pocket yeah. with you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, that definitely is when it, I think it probably kicked up more than it had before. And it's really been interesting, like you said, Claire and Glenn, just like this need to be involved, this need to know about all these things and care about all these things and kind of just yanked around all the time or whatever. And I'm just, I remember, you know, we, we joke about it, you know, saying, oh, kids don't have an awkward middle school phase anymore, uh, you know, <laughs> but they don't a- as much. And it's it's so interesting, uh, but, but it's those same voices that get you, you know, that can show you, oh, this is the right way to, you know, do your makeup or to dress or whatever yeah, so that yeah. you don't look awkward, which yeah. is great for the kids' self-esteem and all. But it's also, <laughs> you know, if you're listening to these older voices all the time, then they start talking about yeah, politics and, yeah, you need to be involved in this or you need to listen to this. And then, like, yeah, when I was 13, I I didn't care, like, about politics. Like, yeah, yeah I knew, you know, I knew who the president was. And, like, <laughs> I knew who had won the election or whatever, but I didn't really, like care because that was like that's an adult problem that's for adults my parents other people you know and so yeah it's it's definitely some big pluses and some big minuses i think that come along with all of that well and we did talks like on at chrysalis and at discovery and stuff about you know labels and masks and stuff and now here we are find ourselves for real dealing with masks for real in real life and these kids are able to actually physically hide behind a mask now and you know that does have some effect with some kids it's been rough on teenagers it's been a rough year and i know for you families it's been a rough year this year with lots of changes about you know schools and stuff like that. and some have been able to go in our area kind of keep going pretty pretty steadily but but it's been tough on everybody and you know, can't go see grandma and grandpa, can't can't do the things you enjoy doing as much and And you're struggling when you're a teenager, you're struggling to find out who you are and then suddenly all the people who usually influence you good or bad, like your friends, your community, they're 
you're gone. You're by yourself. Yeah. And even sometimes grandma and grandpa. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, you know, going to hang out with them on the farm or in town or whatever it is. I mean, just getting to spend some time with them is that influence on you that is very helpful if, if you're fortunate enough to still have them. Our aunts and uncles and, you know, those, you know, it, it's been a, been a whale of a year for our teenagers and for you families and stuff. But, um, but hang in there because, you know, Scripture promises as we look at those, those notes and those, those reminders from Jesus on Sermon on the Mount, blessed, blessed, Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are you know, and um, you know that that's important for us, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to take the time to look at Mark, and just dive deep into a gospel and pay attention to what Jesus is saying to us directly there. So, so that's pretty cool. Hey, I have a really cool parenting tip for you parents tonight or today this morning. So for parents, if you have a iPhone. Your student has an iPhone. I learned something really interesting. Oh, no. Okay. Do you have an iPhone, Claire? I do. Do you have it with you? I do not. Okay. Oh. I wish you did. Do I need to get it? No, I've got mine here, Claire. But if you have an iPhone, open it up and go to the text messages, messaging app, so the messages. And if you go to create a new message, so like your kid comes in and, you know, they said, hey, you know, are you talking to so-and-so, your ex-boyfriend? Which, you know. No, I'm not doing that. Or are you are you supposed to be hanging out with that friend? No, we're not talking anymore. Da, da, da. Well, maybe they were deleting those messages. Kids would never do that though, would they? Not the North Side kids. Never. Never N- Never, never. But just in case they did, if you open the messages app and begin a new message, and you all you gotta do is type the period down there by the return button. And every text you've sent whether it has been uh, deleted or not shows up every text sent from that phone uh, in order from the most recent to oh, so you there. can see who like the most recent people being texted were even if the text message conversation itself is deleted. deleted yeah wow glenn that's some dangerous material you're throwing out there for the parents i know you're giving yeah. us the play-by-play yeah yeah and that's some interesting stuff so parents if you've been afraid of the technology and you've been like, oh, I think that kid's getting around on me, there is a there is a hack. Oh no, Uh-oh. Glenn, Glenn over here furthering the technological arms race between parent <laughs> and child, making it harder to get away. There it no. is. Actually, I found out about that from um, uh, yeah, a thing on cheaters or something like that. Oh geez, I was passing by and just happened to actually see that. I was like, cheaters? yeah, I had to like check and see if you're you're your boyfriend or girlfriend has been talking to someone else. And uh, that's how I found that. You never know where you'll end up in youth ministry looking for information. And so there I was. And I said, and then actually I saw it again shared from, so it must have been some other people see it because it was shared on a youth ministry site, uh, a group, and they shared it as well. So there you go. So everybody's going to run out and buy a a droid. (laughs) Yeah, Android phone. Get you an Android. <laughs> it does not work on an Android. The I've tried it a couple of times. Or iPhone. Yes, those off-brand phones. Yes. <laughs> I miss my Razor. Oh man, you can get them, Razor. man. Yeah, I know. The foldable screen. They're so cool. They're so cool. I so would mean totally the foldable screen just no. That's just gonna be something that messes up. 
Yeah, probably. Just messes up. But it's pretty dope. It's it pretty is cool. cool while I it mean, works. <laughs> it is cool. So, but it's going to be cool. Well, all right. Well, we're glad that you allowed us an opportunity to drop by and spend a little time with you in, in this space. And um, if you have any questions for us, one of the things we would like to do is answer your questions. And so you can test, uh, text us, not test us. We're out of school, except for Claire's almost out of school. So, but you can text us and ask us any questions of youth culture or what's going on in, in the youth ministry and stuff here at uh, Northside and what's going on here in West Tennessee. And we'll be glad to answer those. In fact, that's Q&As are our favorite. We love those. Those are exciting. We can have fun with those. So, so if you have any great questions or, you know, if you want to know more about Claire, just, uh, just uh, send in those questions. You can email them up to us at, here at the church or you know how to get in touch with us. If you don't, uh, leave us a message here, and we will get in touch with you. So thanks for joining us. It's been a fun. We're going to go out here and have a good time with the students that are here tonight, and uh, we will talk to you all again really, really soon. This is Glenn. We're out.